You're listening to Rust Belt Running. Running is what makes me realize that, like, I'm a human being who is worth something. That is not a good measurement of my value as a human. We get between eight and 10,000 additional comments, and I read every one of them. So you had to run Sand Run for your first. You become race director and take it out. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's got to be old guy naked in the locker room. I, I get to spend time with my friend Adam. I get to do something with my friend. Right now, I'm not thinking much beyond what I'm going to be drinking next week at this time. Coleslaw on a taco is not taco, it's barbecue. And so we'll be discussing tonight with some occasional swear words from Andrew because he's upset. And that's okay. I know him as the biggest Kid Rock fan around. You rap that. <laughs> oh, dear God. You're listening to Rust Belt Running. I am Adam Wheeler, joined as I always am by Andrew Hedinger. If you want to find us on social media, you can find me at Wheels Up and CLE, Andrew at Andrew Runs Lots, the pod itself, you can find at Rust Belt Running. Andrew, we are back after a week off. Thank you, by the yeah. way, for joining me on my birthday. Oh, that was fun. It uh, was hanging out with you and your your father twin. That was a, <laughs> that was a, a good time. Yeah. That was that yeah. was my first time out, and you got to see how relieved I was that the uh, that the chair was padded. Yes, yeah. There was a there was a bit of a. It looked like a post race shuffle, but it wasn't a post race shuffle to the it's, chair. Uh, it, yeah, it's uh, it's something that's for sure. I am uh, yeah, very very glad to uh, be feeling better now than I did then. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a good old time. First time out in a long time, and get yeah. to hang out with you and um little victories man you know yeah absolutely take them and the freaking chocolate pie thing at winking lizard good? Is amazing. Oh, <laughs> yes i'm not even a big sweets guy that's the funny thing all, all yeah. the pictures of donuts and stuff that i post that Hayes and i go out and get mm-hmm. I'm not, i've never been big sweets guy yeah uh, like as far as desserts go mm-hmm. um like i mean all the times i'm over at my parents house and my mom's like do you want this or this or this like I'm like, no, she's like, have some, it won't hurt. I'm like, I just don't want it. Like, it's just not, it's not like I'm anti-sweet. I mean, yeah. drink a shit ton of beer. I don't care about, you know, speak, speaking of which. Speak of the devil. Um, I've got the Great Lakes Burning River tonight. It's mm, good beer. But uh, I love that they started putting their stuff in cans, by the way. I do too, yeah. De- what are they doing? I, I think I, I prefer a bottle like i prefer the taste out of a bottle but i just prefer drinking out of a can okay is that is that weird like i, I think it's i think no. it's better out of the bottle but i just prefer a can it's just a i think it's a better um no that makes sense because i think i prefer drinking out of a can and yet i i think i'd probably say i prefer the taste out of a bottle I'm wondering if they're doing their Raspberry Holy Moses this year. I love it so much. Well, we were going to talk about beer with uh, Will Mercer. We were abandoned. Well, uh, okay. So it's he, uh, fine. He, no did, he did send me the other night a synopsis. Um, and so since he bailed on us last minute, I'm just going to read it. Um, uh so okay so so will welcome back how have you been managing since the last time we had you on thank you guys for having me back honestly 
I've mostly been heavily drinking to drown out the darkness of everyday life. Any running? No, I ran for my Glock a few times in an attempt to end my <laughs> life, but that's about it. So that's Holy how crap. That, that, that's that's Will. So we were going to talk about the last year, <laughs> and uh, that's what we got. He uh, he was unable to make it last minute, and uh, it's just you and me. So we're going to relive, or not relive, but kind of um, you know have a little retrospect of. 99 episodes because we have a very special guest it's gonna the only time we're gonna keep it a surprise uh is our guest for episode 100 yep and uh but yeah we're gonna we're gonna look back on things a little bit we're gonna talk uh we're randomly gonna talk about baseball yes Um, it'll tie in though yeah, but yeah, you, let's let's talk about running though. We're, and we're going to talk about some, some physical therapy experiences yeah. that you had. But let, let's start off with some running. You've been throwing down uh, some pretty nasty runs as of late. Yeah. And so I want to, oh my gosh, we're talking about our running. Right? Well, I'm not. Like what we, what we used to do way back in the day. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, no, You're listening it's... to Rust Belt running. <laughs> Um, no, I am. Um, and what's really interesting about it is I, I really looked long and hard at my running last year when races got canceled. And I, I basically went an entire half year without running at all. And part of it was that I didn't have the motivation to run without races, but another big part of it was that I just, I'd really gotten myself burned out on chasing Boston. Um, Mm -hmm it's, it's such an honor to run that fast and have the opportunity to, to register for Boston. And it's been heartbreaking to miss out twice, but, um, I, I got a little too focused on that goal and I really was losing the drive. Like everything became about that. And, um, so like when races got canceled last year, it was actually probably really good timing. Cause I was often running hurt. I was often running, you know, not really all that excited about it. And so just being able to step away, was nice. And I, I did a lot of hiking. And what I found with hiking was that there's no goal. You just walk out the door, go to your car, drive someplace, park, and then just go hike somewhere and just enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it, which is what good running for me looks like when I'm doing it. Right. And so like, as I did that, I kind of recognized like, dude, you got to, if you're going to get back to running, you've got to get to that mindset. And that's where I've been really since the calendar flipped. So I'm throwing down monster times. I still have goals. Like the goals are there, but it's, they've receded more into the background than they've become part of the forefront. And I'm just, I really started with what I consider to be conservative goals. Like you got to start somewhere. So my idea was I'm going to train, like I'm trying to train a three Oh five marathon, like use those paces. That's fast, but I feel like it's fitness that I can get to easily. And my body is just consistently telling me like, dude, you've got more in you. I'm not trying to do it. Like I ran 800s today. I ran six 800s. I was shooting to run a 305. I think my f- slowest was a 301. And I wasn't trying to run faster. My body's just doing it. I was yeah. running four tempo miles last week. I think some of that is the, uh, um, you know, the lack of running in a lot of ways. It I, might be. I, I think you really allow yourself to kind of set back to zero. You're, you're I mean, when you're training for, you know, one to two marathon or three, like I did in 2019 marathons a year, yeah. uh, or some people more, you're never really letting your, you're never at a hundred percent ever. No, no. You're, you're probably never above 90 
you know, yeah. it, maybe during those winter months, if you take some time off, you might get mm-hmm. there. But yeah, I mean, I would I'd have some of those same aches and points and all kinds of stuff in February when I would start ramping up again mm-hmm. uh, that I had in the fall, even with lower, much lower mileage and more strength training and stuff over the winter. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're really back to 100 percent for the first time in years. Yeah. Maybe since you started running. And, uh, yeah, that really gives you, that's what we're, we're going to be looking to have, uh, the coach, uh, who is, uh, working with the Akron running project, uh, on Instagram, she is run well, be well. And I'm trying so hard to get this without it being obvious that I am Rachel Lehman. Uh, we're, (laughs) I was trying so hard to like, elongate that sentence to get her name perfectly in there so it didn't look like it didn't know what the hell i was talking about it's very she was coach rachel but i wanted to have her last name right uh but uh we we talked to her we want to have her on soon and that'll be that's one thing i'm really intrigued about is talking with a coach about how so many runners are starting back at zero or close to it Mm -hmm. and uh you know is it in in your case it may be an advantage uh, you know, somebody else, and maybe a disadvantage, but it's it's interesting. Maybe I'll be the disadvantage, and we can have a uh, point counterpoint. You know? Right. But that's awesome to hear. What else about your your running? There was one run. I wish I could look back through your Instagram stories because there there was one run you had that I really wanted to, or that I would love to talk about, but I can't remember. Um, I did a hilly long run on Sunday. I did ten miles that were hilly. And uh, basically I ran five miles downhill, turned around, ran five miles uphill. And I averaged like a seven eleven pace for that. I had a four mile tempo run last week where I was supposed to run six forty six, six forty five, And you ran like six thirties. It was like six thirty eight, six thirty two, And then two were like six twenty five, six twenty five, And yeah. it was another one where it was just like, I could feel that I was running hard but it wasn't like I was tensed up and like biting down and like, Holy mm-hmm. shit, I've got to hold this. It was like, no, I can hold this. I'm good. Like right. I know I'm pushing, but I can hold this. And that was really one of the first ones where I went, man, like my body's starting to feel like it's got something in it that um, it's telling me that I'm ready for more. So, you know, I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to run a five mile race this Sunday just for fun. I have no real illusions about doing anything there other than just to go out and run. Um, I'm training for a 10 miler on, the Friday before father's day. And I'm, I'm really trying, I've never peaked for that race. I'm peaking mm-hmm. for that race. So I want to see what. And then, uh, you know, a fall marathon. Yeah. So we'll see how that all plays out, but it's just, it's nice right now that if I can keep this consistency going, I feel like I can do something interesting this fall and it's nice to be back there, but I also don't feel like I have to, that's what's so nice about it. Right. I don't feel that pressure to like, man, you've got to knuckle down and do it. Whatever I do this year, it's going to serve as a really solid foundation for whatever comes next year. It's nice to be able to think kind of in those bigger, longer increments now, as we still kind of slowly unwind and reopen from COVID. And not even knowing if what I think we both would like for our fall race to be right. Not even knowing if it's going to happen at what capacity is it going to happen? Um, and nice, uh, nice Francisco Lindor cup. Oh yeah, it is. Good job getting his name, right? He's I know, really, I, really upset. Him. Yeah, <sighs> man, there, 
I'm going to plug another podcast really quick. Andre Knott and Zach Jackson host a podcast every week called the A to Z podcast. And it's great because, you know, Jackson is the beat writer for the Browns, the athletic and Andre Knott is the on-field reporter for the Indians on whatever the network is now called. Valley. Valley. What, yeah, whatever. And Andre Knott was like, listen, guys, this is how this shit works. It's like a player comes up and one of the first things you do if you work for the team is you go up to the guy and you're like, hey, man, I just want to confirm with you, like, what do you want to be called? He's like, Tom Hamilton's going to do that for the radio. The TV guy's going to do that. He's like, you know, I'm the on-field reporter. I'm going to do that. He's like, not once did he go, man, I prefer to be called Francisco. He's like, I don't care what you call me. So this, this irks me a little bit as an Indians fan who knew what was coming. Like, I knew Lindor was going to be gone. It's fine. Right. This irks the hell out of me that he goes to New City. He's like, man, those lazy guys in the media. Fuck you. I did not think – I just had no idea he was even capable of – throwing a match on a bridge i just didn't i i didn't think that was within him at all i i just no i that never seemed like that was a possibility from him nope and uh lo and behold it was what were we talking about well i was talking about my running and running going really well and then and then i made a i noticed your francisco lindor yeah it was just we went down a I just like drinking out of these really big cups so I can have a lot of water in them. And I hadn't even really noticed that it was a Lindor cup. Um, Is it going to the trash? It's a nice big cup. It holds a lot of water. I like it. We'll make it work. Maybe I'll like draw <laughs> on it or something. I'll draw like a mustache and write Frankie on it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so what the- oh, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like, you know, so along the lines of my running going really well, Something that I finally, I don't want to say splurged on doing. It's something I should have done a long time ago because I've had some asymmetries. Um, is I finally scheduled a, an appointment to, uh, at Physio Ortho Perform with uh, Tim Pavlak. And I did that yesterday. Um, and it was really nice to be able to go down there and do it for a couple of reasons. One is that we had him and his brother on last year as we were attempting to talk about running. And it's a really good episode for people to go back and listen to if they're you know, worried about where they're at physically and if they would be considering physical therapy because they, they talk specifically about kind of like the, you know, some of the risk factors, the things that can lead to injury. And one of the things they mentioned was asymmetry. And I have asymmetry in my stride. I can feel it when I run. Uh, I'm putting down these great times. And as I told Tim yesterday, like I feel like I'm at about 80 to 85% of where I want to be. And it's now getting that last 15 to 20. And that's what we're going to try to work on. Um, so... I'll, I'll walk through, I don't know what's going on outside. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so what happens when I go to my parents out in the country, just random honking. Um, so yeah, so I, I went yesterday and saw Tim and, um, you know, so you start out before you go, you fill out a pretty lengthy questionnaire about what your symptoms are and you know, what you're experiencing. Are you feeling pain, you know, weakness, whatever. And, uh, you know, anybody that listens to the pod will not be surprised to hear that Tim said you were very thorough, which was good because he had some ideas of what he thought might be going on. And uh, meanwhile, I'd be the dude that's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to talk to you anyways. Like, that would be my thought filling out all of that. Like, why, why do you? <laughs> <laughs> You're very thorough is what he said. But he's like, that's good because he's like, there's some boxes that look right. So or like that I can think of where you might fall. So. Um, just a really nice detailed questionnaire of like what I'm experiencing when, you know, several different assessments to just kind of figure out what's strong, what's weak. 
Um, you know, it's that extra set of eyes that I haven't thought that I need, but I really did need. And then, um, you know, we did some treatment. I got to try dry needling. Um, that, that was interesting. So they had talked about dry needling when they were on mm -hmm. last year. And, um, you know, you do feel the needle go in. It's, it's really just like getting a shot. It was no different from when I got my COVID shot. Um, but you feel it go in, but then like they find those trigger points in tight muscles and, you know, Tim's in there, he's like moving the needle around and you can feel the muscle spasm. And like they mm -hmm. happen in quick succession when you find, uh, when you find the areas where they're really tight. So that was a super interesting experience because I'm used to like some sort of soft tissue release, you know, lacrosse balls from what was, I've never had anything that targeted. So it was, it was unique and different. Um, I handled it really well. He said, sometimes people get dizzy, things like I, I apparently handled it really well. So, but it was nice to get that second set of eyes. Um, really cool thing is at the very end, he had me literally take a video of him showing me the different exercises that I need to do pre-run, post-run why they're important. So like every time I want to go back, I can look at that video. I can look at the cues that he's you know coaching me on. So I can just watch that. So I have another appointment uh, next Monday and uh, we'll see how that goes. See how things look after a week of treatment, but it was overall really good experience. And um, you know, we have several people that listen to this podcast that go there. So if you're on the fence about needing therapy and you think it might be something to get checked out. I, I highly recommend Tim and his brother. Uh, it was a really great first experience. It's so difficult because Pharrell Wyatt is also <laughs> I know. A yeah, I know. Balance. And I, like, maybe I should go see Pharrell and report back my findings. Cause I mean, he's a great dude too. Uh, I think what's awesome about, uh, about the Tim and Mike and POP is they like, we, we had never met them. Yes. We had, we had only for a brief period emailed them Yeah, and uh, we had them on and they were just cool dudes. Yeah. So like, I think if you're, when it comes to like visiting any medical personnel, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think when, when you talk about uh, the Pavlak brothers at POP or you talk about Varel at uh, Physio Balance, you're, you're talking about people who I think you really can trust just yes. by just, just by interacting with them, you know, yes. uh, I'm as cynical as anybody when it comes to anybody medical. Uh, and I mean, you, you heard me what, two weeks ago when we were talking about the, uh, urological practice that my surgery was through. I mean, I got tons of shit to say about them and, yeah. uh, my surgeon did do a really good job. So I, I am, uh, every day goes by. Now I'm just like at that awkward point where I feel like a hundred percent, but I still can't do anything. Um, right. And that sucks. But, uh, you know, I mean, I will talk crap where it needs to be talked and I don't like medical people, but those three, the Pavlak brothers and Varel at their respective practices, uh, POP in Akron and Physio Balance in Green and in Akron, uh, I mean, just awesome people. And I think they're both worth a very decent shot. Um, yeah. And I'll just chime in that, like, I felt right off the bat, just incredibly, um, just incredible calm as we were talking, you know, that I was getting good information that I wasn't having any bullshit thrown my way. Um, you know, very upfront about like, Hey, you know, the goal is not to have you be you know, here three times a week. I'm not trying to make money off of you. It's like, I want to get you to the point where you don't need to see me. Um, and so just, you know, it was a conversation. Yeah. I, I really enjoy, it was a conversation about, you know, 
what's going on? What is it like? What can we do to make it better? And so it was just, it was a great, it was a great experience. Sweet. And we got a really cool message from them uh, a couple weeks ago too, which I really appreciate. And and it's like, it's appropriate to talk about here as we're approaching our hundredth episode. So yeah. Mental. Uh, so this is from uh, the Physio Ortho Perform Instagram, which is run by the Pavlov Brothers. And this was from Tim. Uh, it's awesome how many people we are currently meeting that listen to your podcast. Keep up the great work, fellas. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Like I, you know, you and I have talked before about, and I mean, we've talked, I think even on the podcast before about like kind of wondering why we do this from time to time, because we don't make money. We've actually spent money. Yes. And, uh, it's not, you know, a super small sum that's been spent. It's not like it's 15 or 20 bucks. I mean, it's a right. hundred dollars for each of us that we've spent yeah. to do something, which I guess it goes along with running. I mean, you spend a bunch of money to make yourself faster. So you get less time out of an event. <laughs> you know, you want where you, have to, where, you, where you have to spend the money to do the events. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to spend money to do the event. You spend all the money on shoes and everything else all to get the least amount of time possible out of the <laughs> You want the less, the least amount yes. of bang for your buck that you can get. Yes. Um, but you know, so like, why, why do we do this? We don't, you know, we don't have a huge listener base, but it's things like that. Like, I think we do have in Northeast Ohio, I do think like the, the runners and other listeners that we have who interact with us so regularly, it's just, it's just fun. I feel like I've actually made friends. Yes. 100%. Through doing this and, um, yeah, I just really enjoy it. But hearing things like that is just super duper cool. I, you know, I think it's nice too, because you and I, you know, we talk about it. We try to be authentic with our experiences. You know, we are not, everything's always going great. We are not, everything sucks. It's, we've had a lot of ups and downs. We, you know, Tim and I talked about this yesterday. Like, you know, he's training for a race and it's, you know, we were talking about strength and he's like, there's things I could be doing or should be doing, but I've got to balance having three kids that are all three and younger and getting in all these miles in a practice. He's like, so I have to make do with what I can make do with. And so it's, I guess it's gratifying that people do want to listen to just kind of two average Joe's talking about their running and that they keep coming back for it and that they get something out of that. So we're, I know you and I are very grateful for that, that we get that feedback. You know, another person who uh, who we've had on before, uh, who's a pretty big name in Northeast Ohio, is Brian Poland. And he gave mm-hmm. me uh, – I went and saw him. He uh, owned, Him and his wife, Tammy, owned the Vertical Runner out in Worcester. Okay. And he had messaged me after the last episode we had with Varel and uh, Nicole. And, uh, you know, just kind of reaching out like, hey, listen to the episode you guys are doing, like, love listening to you guys and stuff. Well, I went and was like, Hey, I need to pop in and see you at some point. Cause my parents yeah. live in Worcester now. So I went in on Saturday and bought this nifty little hat I'm wearing right here. And, uh, he, uh, he, he told me that he only puts in his headphones for runs once or twice a week. And it's usually us. And it's because we don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. Which is one thing that, again, we've talked about, you know, cause so many times it's, yeah. And then after you run, you want to do these mobility exercises and you want to, you know, it's just, it's so boring. Yeah. 
I just got so sick of learning, listening to running podcasts because they were all the same. Because even though we talk about a lot of the same topics, at least we, you know, it's relative. We, we, we bring it relative to something that happened that week or just to be stupid and silly or whatever. I don't know. But to have somebody like Brian Poland, who's a, you know, again, a big name who we're going to try to have on soon because he's doing some pretty incredible shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we really need to have him on. Um, not just at vertical runner, but, uh, he's raising money for a, uh, for a special, uh, camp for special needs kids, mm-hmm. uh, down in the Mohican Valley. And it's just amazing what he's doing. He did a lot. He ran across Ohio last year and he's going to be running across Ohio again wow. this year. Um, yeah, he ran from Van Wert to East Liverpool in less than three days. Jeez. And I asked him. No, I'm not going to give away what I can sell. We're going to wait, and I'll ask him that when we bring him on. That's a, that's a tease. We are going to bring okay. him on. Nicely done. Right. Yeah. So that's why we do this, because, I mean, it's, it's cool. Yeah. We tried to make money once. It didn't work. It's okay. You know that's what? fine. But I think, you know, kind of talking about, you know, resetting on running a little bit. I think it kind of caused us to do that a little bit with the podcast. Yes. It it kind of got us to, you know, we tried to do that. You and I got a little discouraged. The guy with the company we were working with, we're like messaging him about like, which he was a great dude. I don't, I'm not going to say anything bad about um, Charlotte's web CBD that we were working with. I still enjoy their products. And um, the, the manager we had Bryce was a great is I'm sure he still is a great dude. And, uh, but we, you know, we got discouraged at points, at least I did that we wanted to, it wasn't working, but it just kind of caused us to take a step back and go, wait, 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 why are we doing this? Yeah. You know? And, you know, we just kind of got where we were like, let's just, we're doing this because we enjoy it. And we're Mm -hmm. doing this because we enjoy the community that has kind of been created around us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a fun 99 episodes and I can't wait to do a hundred more, whether or not I make a dollar from it or spend another few hundred dollars on doing it and upgrading equipment or traveling or doing whatever it is we do to keep this going. Yeah. And I feel completely the same. Like it enhances to me, my running experience up here. And, um, yeah, so I want to keep that going because it's, to me, it's part of what I do with training. Like we get to we get to run, we have good, we have bad, and then we get to talk about it. And we get to talk about it within the wider world of running and other things that are going on that really, you know, kind of meet the values that you and I have. And I think that's something we've done really well over the last year when things got a little wonky was like, we focused on the things that were important to us and people have stuck around. And now we get to come back to more of a running focus and people are still here and giving us that feedback. So it's, yeah, I'm completely on board with that. And, uh, you know, you and I were talking pre-show and I had the very deep insight that we've been doing this. It's 99 episodes over two and a half years. And like, it seems like a long time because it's a long time. But you know what? Like at the same time, um, I don't feel like, man, I can't believe we've done it. Like, whoa, what a slog that was. Not at right. all. Not at all. We just get on every week. I will say the last year has made it easier to do this too, because this is, this is our social interaction. I mean, yeah. this is outside of our families and work. This is kind of what we yeah. have. 
um, it's a couple beers for me during the week and talking to my good friend, Adam, who I, um, who I've only met in person, what, maybe half a dozen times. We, yeah, we can count probably on one hand the number of times we've met yeah. in person. And, and granted, we're going to do more of that because, you know, the last year certainly didn't help with doing anything like that. But uh, yeah, right. but it's, it's great because it just, you know, we get on and, you know, it's still always just great conversation and, and you and I both enjoy it. I, you know, so I want to I wanna transition here a little bit because I we focused on me a lot. And, um, you know, you have been, you've been on the DL. You had your, you had your surgery, but your, your time off is winding down. It's coming to an end. And uh, what is it this weekend? You get to get back out there and start running. Yep. Yep. Friday. Officially I can, okay. uh, I can, I have all of my restrictions removed, which okay. is pretty sweet. I won't be returning yeah. to work till Monday. Um, okay. but yeah, for, uh, I was, I was pretty relieved because when I saw you, la- like you saw me walk, you knew, I mean, yeah. while I wasn't in pain and I could sit there and drink beers with you and, you know, go to the bathroom and, you know, sit in a car and drive to and from, I mean, the 40 minutes to uh, Boston Mills that it is, I, you know, I, it, that wasn't a big deal, but I just, I was not myself. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I had my follow-up appointment on Thursday, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there talking to my surgeon and, um, you know, I, I straight up asked him towards, he's like, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, well, what do, when can I get back to work and when can I get back to running? Mm-hmm. I knew the answer in my head. That was that, but he, I was very relieved that he was like, when, when he asked what I do for work again, I was like, well, I deliver copiers. Yeah. He was like, oh, at least one more week. Yeah. I was like, okay, good. Cause I knew that. And I, <laughs> I told him, I was like, I'm very in tune with my body because of marathon running. Cause I try. So uh, your body is such a clear communicator. Yes. Uh, that that's one thing that I've talked about when we've talked about running, I've talked a <laughs> lot about, you know, your, this is what's great about the pandemic. We can repeat topics yeah. <laughs> because we haven't talked about them in a year. I haven't heard this in a while. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I, your, your body is such a clear communicator of what you can and can't do and what you're ready for. And right. I knew last Thursday, I was like, I'm not going back on Monday. There's no way. Like I still, I couldn't, even though I feel confident that I can be at work on Monday and I can run on Saturday, I'm not, I couldn't do that right now. I couldn't do that Tuesday, April 6th. Yeah. I'm not ready to go out and do which sucks because the weather is freaking awesome. Oh my God. What a day. Oh man. I'd love to work out a sweat, work up a good sweat, but instead I just went and sat outside and with no shirt on for a little bit. That was cool. But, um, so now I'm, I, but I'm going to be at a point where I'm resetting, you know, I'm back to zero, you know, kind of where you were after being injured for a long time and just even struggling, kind of getting back into running. Cause mm-hmm. you can't, you struggled with that all last year yeah. Um, during the pandemic, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to just getting out there and enjoying it. I, I went through a period last summer where I was training and running well without a race to train for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I rolled up on a walnut and everything's pretty much been downhill since then for one reason or another, whether it was, a sprained ankle or 
just kind of Christmas time and mm -hmm. trying to get back in it then, or my dad being diagnosed with cancer, going through his stuff, then my yeah. surgery. I mean, it's, it's been one thing after another, the last five, six months. And now I feel like my dad's doing great, by the way. Uh, well, I, good, have, yeah. I have to throw that out there. Um, that's one thing that makes me feel like, yes, I, it's time to get back into this. Good. Um, he actually, he, he had his tumor removed, um, <clears throat> just over three weeks ago and he they actually had to remove part of his pelvis when they did it okay um no maybe it was just over four one like two, the actual three, like four. part of the bone yes uh, okay. you know if they do bone grafts they actually usually take it from the pelvis okay which is kind of interesting i didn't know that so it must regenerate quick very quickly um i don't know i have no idea, but that's what they do. And, uh, but he was, he had to have a walker. He was only allowed to put 50% of his body weight on his right leg, mm -hmm. uh, due to the surgery. Right. He, we, we went over on Saturday for an Easter egg hunt. He was without his walker, man. Good for him. And that, and that was approved. He wasn't being an idiot. That was approved. If, he, if it wasn't approved, I would have smacked him upside his head after gently setting him down on the couch. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't fall over, but I yeah. would have, I would have, not been very happy but yeah no he's he's approved for 100 weight as um as is comfortable i forget as tolerable uh so that's awesome so he's doing great i'm doing better this feels like all right and the weather is nice let's let's go like let's yeah. get back at it but uh you know kind of going the same way i'm going to just kind of go with what my body feels like it's able to do there's not going to be whether it's distance or time, I don't think I'll ever these first few weeks, at least really set out with any goal individually for each run. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to getting my feet on the asphalt again. God. Yes. <clears throat> I am kind of pissed. I was going to buy new shoes, but my coffee maker broke. Oh no. And had to, had to prioritize the coffee maker. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I still have my new balance beacons that I bought last year the day before my 18 miler that i ran uh, the famous before. 18 miler yep. so i i mean i and i have plenty of other shoes too yeah it's just i was gonna buy them to have some fun but now i had to buy a new coffee maker i'm kind of in the same boat with shoes where like i need to get new shoes but i've also got plenty of shoes right now that i can use and kind of wear out a little bit so i'm, I'm holding back holding back but I think I'm close to being to that point where it's like, yeah, it's time for a couple of new ghosts. You, you got to get that pair that that's good. Do you like to get like your pair that you're going to race in? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. I, I know I'm not the only one. I just wasn't sure if you were that guy. I, oh, I, yeah. I typically know what I'm going to wear head to toe. Well, weather depending. Yes. Towards the beginning of training. I'm the same way. Cause if it's Columbus, it's going to be Scarlet and Bray in okay. some way, shape or form that I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. um, other races, I don't know, it'll depend. Sometimes it'll depend on what my shoe is as far as like color look. Okay. Although I don't know, I don't really care about shoes. They can be yellow, I don't, and I don't care if they match the top and bottom, but either way, I always, I always get it planned out well in advance and I'll run a lot of uh, dress rehearsals. I can't uh, wait. I can't wait for that. Oh, it's I. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that Friday night in September when I lay out my clothes and I set my alarm for four 30 in the morning. 
yep. just to make it feel like a race day and wake up, have one cup of coffee, have one cliff bar, one banana, put on my clothes. And even I, and I will even stand around for like an hour, just kind of simulating the simulating start and experience. everything. Like I, I will do everything I can to, I want it to be a dress rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh my gosh, I can't wait for that. I need to it's... get a porta potty. I need to talk to my girl about where we can rent one. <laughs> where of she those. gets, where, where she recommend getting a porta potty from? Yeah, I um. And then, and then go to Home Depot the day before and like hire a bunch of people to come wait in line <laughs> Stand at it. Stand in line, just hanging out, looking at your watch. Do I have enough time to get to the start line? Stand um, there, and you gotta like bounce back and forth. Yep. And... Yeah, it's nice to be thinking about those routines again. I love, I love race routines. I love, the, I love the routine of starting to wind down a cycle. There's specific things I do. There's specific movies I watch that aren't even running related, but they're just, I guess, performance and like underdog related. Um, it's nice to be thinking about that again, because last year there were times where it's like September would hit and it's like, oh man, this would be that time of year where I start like mentally getting myself into that racing mode and it's just not here. And uh, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's the totality of everything coming back. That's just starting to mm -hmm. feel really good. And like I said, I, the goals are there, but they're more in the background. I am at what you just described that I just love lacing up and going running. I, I love doing it. Like I love having those challenging workouts and it was gratifying to do it today, but just the experience of lacing up my shoes is just fantastic. It's going to be so nice. What's the weather this weekend? I have to look. A lot of people are going to be running while they listen to this. And I'd like to apologize to Andrea Sanchez, who tried to listen to us a couple of weeks ago on a run, but I I set the episode to publish at 8 p.m. And I said it was 8 a.m. and I just all kinds of messed up. Okay. All right. Eight tomorrow, Sat 81 Saturday, Thursday. 81. Oh, man. Okay. Jesus. All right. All right. I see you Sunday. Yeah. Six 64. A little windy. Some, and then 50s after that. You know, like 50s at this time of year, I know it's nice when it's this warm, but 50s this time of year is still pretty damn nice. Yeah. You're not like fully acclimated to 80s like you are in July. I just, I don't want 50s in May. No. I don't want snow in May. Uh, you know, I don't want snow ever. Can't lie. But... I'm so, oh, I'm so looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I know you've been going nuts. Um, you have, you've been going nuts being laid up for a bit, so I know you are. It, you know, I miss work. Like, oh, yeah. I just miss every every bit of routine. Like, I'm, I wake up. Well, I do get my son on the bus. That's the only thing I do because norm, we usually send him to before school care, but why pay for it if I'm home? Right. Uh, so I make sure he gets on the bus. And then I pretty much just sit around. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, although I, I can lift a little bit now. So I was able to go grocery shopping yesterday. That was good. And that took it out of me because I haven't done anything yeah. for the last three, two and a half weeks. But yeah, routine's about to come back and I'm so excited. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to start small, like you, five mile, five miler. We have the North Canton 4th of July 5-miler, which is one of my favorite races all year. That, that's, what I, that's what I'm going to work towards. Is yeah. Putting in – I've come in third in my age group, and I'd love to win it. 
So what a time to do it. Train for a five miler. And that's exactly how I felt about the 10 miler. Like I'm always running that race after a, a spring marathon. Right. So like, this is that opportunity to say like, well, I'm not doing a spring marathon, so I can go ahead and peak for this one kind of off distance race right? and just see what happens. And then, yeah, we'll just kick right into fall training, uh, fall training gear. But it, yeah, it's just, you know, what? this year has been like, take advantage of the things that you can take advantage of when, when life throws you lemons. And this is one of those things like spring races aren't happening. Okay. So take advantage of some of those weird summer races that you don't often peak for and just go for it. Yeah, there's one uh, spring race that isn't happening in the spring, but it's been, been moved to the fall. Yes. And uh, it takes place on Patriots Day, which is April 19th this year. Uh, and that's the Boston Marathon. Well, today, uh, so apparently the MLB is coming out with all these, similar to the NBA does with their city uniforms, now that Nike does the uniforms. They're coming out with these like city edition uniforms. Well, I have to say, the Boston Red Sox, killed it with their uh city edition uniform because it pays serious homage to the boston marathon mm -hmm. and uh i i i look at it as they are they're not just paying homage to the marathon but they are paying their respect to the victims of the bombing yep because while those events have always been tied at the hip i mean people would go to the Boston Marathon is bigger to the city of Boston than any race is to any other city. Yes. I mean, it's, it's all built. They, they have a baseball game that starts at like 10 in the morning so that yep. people can leave the baseball game and go watch the finish of the Boston Marathon. Maybe yep. it's even earlier than that. I think, it, yeah, it's, I think it's 10. Um, and it's not to watch the finish of the elites because they're, they've already taken off, but you know, they can go out and they can support all the other runners who are running. And it's all built around that. Like that whole city is all Red Sox and Boston Marathon. But clearly that 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 joint was exposed uh, a few years ago with the bombing at uh, yeah. the finish line. And uh, I'm going to say, um, I mean, I like hats, so I'm, I'm not that ashamed to say it, but I bought a Boston Red Sox hat today. It's sharp, though. I mean, if, if you didn't know it was a Red Sox hat, I don't think you would know. You would People think it was a UCLA it. hat. But, yeah. Um, I mean, definitely bought it to support that union of the Red Sox and the Boston Marathon and Patriots Day and what it all encompasses and what it all means after the bombing. Right. Uh, I think that union is just exposed, was exposed. So, like I say, exposed to the rest of the world. Um, maybe people didn't expect it or understand it, but now we do. And uh, to, I'm excited to don that hat. No, you sent me the link and I'd seen the link earlier today too, or a photo of it. And it's, it's sharp, you know, as, as runners, like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a big Boston Red Sox fan or anything like that, but you, you hit the nail on the head when you said that the Boston marathon is like central to the culture of Boston and so much of what goes on there around that time of year. Um, is built around the marathon. So yeah, you know, nobody's going to know that that's a Red Sox hat. That's just something you can wear proudly. And I mean, any runner is going to look at it and say like, Oh, it's a cool running hat. Oh yeah. I can't wait to rock that at race expos. Well, that, that won't be this year. Correct. Yeah. That's not happening this year. Okay, <laughs> I, lo I love your text that <laughs> <laughs> we're so, we're so used to doing these 30 minutes of just the two of us. Cause we've done so many interviews the last few months. Yeah. What are we at? 
40 minutes. <laughs> I have another message I want to share. So I, I posted to our Instagram story, Andrew and Adam after Will Mercer cancels on them last minute. And it's the, the scene from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where Will Smith is um, in the empty living room. And uh, Will's response to it simply was, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Keeping right up with that really great year he's been having. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, and he's doing that while he's working. Uh, so right. he's checking Instagram while working. And he couldn't come on the podcast because he was working. We were finding all kinds of loopholes. He was afraid of the, he was afraid of the food takes. That's what it was. He could not come here. And he, even though he has you in his corner, we don't need to go back 15 months. Well, I got I, you, buddy. Like... Man, it would have been two against one and he still couldn't show up. That episode. The fact that you and I thought that episode was just going to be like 10 minutes of us talking food and it turned into an entire episode of just food takes. And we were like, nope, we're just running with it. Doesn't well, matter that we went off the rails. It works. No, and the whole reason it went off the rails was because of your smart ass just always going, why? <laughs> Like you, you uh, just feel me getting upset and you just why, always, yeah, why, you, why, 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 is, why, why can't, why can't oh, you know, man. cabbage why and radishes be on tacos? Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. God, why do you keep doing this with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm looking back at some of the episodes, like the train wreck episode, baseball playoffs, the week that would have been the Columbus Marathon. I think the train wreck episode, was that the night that the, the Braves got destroyed yeah. again and I yes. just couldn't shut up about it? Yes. So pissed, yet I'm an eternal optimist who can sit there when my team's down like 14 to 2 in the bottom of the eighth and think they'll come back. Man, that reminded me of the that reminded me of the show you and I recorded two years ago during the playoffs when it was game five. Uh, yeah, that like, was I was way pissed then because I mean you, that was elimination. Well, what was great about it though is like it started like okay, we're not going to record at the start. I want to see how this starts, and it started bad. And you're like, Very all right, bad. we can get on. And then you're like, wait, wait, if this inning goes okay, it might be all right. Let's wait. <laughs> and it's like you kept delaying. It's like, dude, you're down like eight. It's not. But oh, I get no, we were down more than that. I get it. I really do. And well, baseball is a game without limits. That's the only reason when it's yes. that early, you do wonder, like, is it possible? Like, because yeah. you, you go, okay, if you can get five runs by the end of the third and it's 12 to five, you're looking at a different game than 12 to nothing. Still probably not happening. But I didn't even get that close those years. What other episodes? Uh, is this what we're going to do? The last 15 minutes of this is just look through. Do you have any favorite moments that you can think of off the top of your head besides that don't involve food takes? Well, right now I'm making fun of your, I'm making fun of your food take on my story. So you got to give me a second. Oh, that's great. Uh, we did miss our hate Michigan week. We did. This past year. That sucks. We did get to have a group run that was like four people. It was four people and like they really weren't there for us. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Keegan was. Yes. And Bruce was, but he brought the other people. Yes. 
So yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely did. And then we had beers and that was cool. That was um, cool. I think one of my favorite, my favorite thing that I did uh, during this, these entire, this entire hundred episodes, this didn't have to do with an episode specifically, but if you go to our Instagram and you go to our, um, our memories, is that what they're called? When you like have a string of stories, there's two things I did. One was every race that kept getting canceled. I kept doing the, uh, yep. Oh shoot. I can't say it or else she's going to activate Alexa shuffle songs by queen. Stop. Don't do it. He would say another one um, the and play the races to that. <laughs> Alexa's not going to respond to me. Uh, and, uh, and, but then I did another one I did was I did a Columbus marathon um, playlist mm-hmm. story. Oh yeah. All just different renditions of uh, Thunderstruck. I actually, I was sitting on my patio a couple nights ago and somebody drove past my house blaring that out of their car and it made me think immediately i it took me five seconds and i was looking up if columbus registration had started yet really because somebody drove past with thunderstruck blaring i was like oh my gosh i want to i want to be at that start line like i need that in my chest yeah they're taking their and good for them they're taking their sweet old time deciding on how they're going to play that and granted they're a bigger race they know they're going to sell out whatever spots they have no matter when they open so they can wait until may or june if they want to we know from talking to darius last year that they don't have to make the big decisions until really june right so um and being bigger they know that they'll get people there but uh yeah no they're they're waiting i it's disappointing to me that i know i'm not going to be running it this year because i just signed up for the towpath and just said like that's what i'm going to do i'm not going to worry about what the uh what the ifs ands or buts will be about a big city race like columbus so I'm just going to do the towpath and enjoy it. I haven't done towpath in a while. Um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. Like it's good to get back to racing and I'm really going to enjoy the races that I run, but there's nothing quite like, there's nothing quite like a big city race. Okay. In what context did Thomas Put your face on Wilt Chamberlain again? I was just looking at We recorded on my birthday, and you guys got together and realized neither of you knew how old I was. <laughs> you knew that I ran in the 35 through 39 age group. So you just, you took the famous picture where he holds up 100 points, and he just superimposed my face, and the 35 through 39 age group, and that was how you guys celebrated my birthday. I, I think it had the... I, well, I think him and I were talking maybe while you were not on or something. About I think so, yeah. How maybe you got a lot of tail, like Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> did, and that's yes. how it came up. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Like, you're just never being honest with us about anything with a new woman every weekend. That's right. Damn right. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good time. I'm yeah. I, I wish we should have asked people what their favorite moments were that we could have talked about them. The best episode art I did was episode forty six, which was our Christmas episode, and I used our bitmojis. Oh yeah. Yep, and and I I did me on a reindeer and you in a Santa sleigh, uh, yep. flying over a win- wintry town. 
Did I do that this past year too? I feel like I must have, but I'm not I, yeah, because you asked me, you asked me for Bitmoji. Maybe I just did it in a story for like Merry Christmas or something. Uh, but we've gotten to know Sarah Hoover over the years. She's a trip. You know, so this isn't podcast related. This is me starting running related. And I hadn't yeah. had this realization until Whatever, we was, got 10 more minutes. Keep yeah, going. I hadn't had this realization until I was talking with a friend last night at work. Um, so I started running because a friend of mine, his now ex-wife had asked me like right around Christmas of 2010, if I would train with her for the 2011 Cleveland half marathon. And um, like, I was frustrated because I was out of grad school, but I hadn't found a teaching job. I felt like I had very little control in my life. So I'm like, yeah, you know, this would be something that'd be fun to do. You know, I don't have to do it once. No big deal. If I don't like it, it's fine, but I, I'll have control over something. Well, I hadn't remembered until I told the story that I had actually eaten now where I work before I went over to have dinner with them. But that wasn't what was like, what hit me. What hit me was that it was one of those conversations that if it had happened one year early or one year later, it would have never led to me running. Cause if it had been one year earlier, I was still in grad school. I was putting in 18 hour days. There was no way in hell I was going to commit to running a half marathon. A year later, the conversation would have been possible because my friend and his now ex-wife were now friend and ex-wife. So they weren't together. So she wouldn't have been there to ask me to run a half marathon with her. And so I was like, I was telling the story and it, it hit me in a way that it never hit me before. Like just how fortuitous that moment was that it was that year at that time in my life that somebody asked me to start running with them. And the rest is all history. Cause I, I wasn't a dedicated runner. I didn't particularly love running and I didn't even like running when I trained for that first race. It was the race day experience that really got me hooked. So it was just, I think about how central running is to my life right now the number of different ways that it's improved my life, the number of different things that I do because I discovered running. And it, it just hit me like just how it's funny sometimes how time works out. I mean, it, and it's just, it's really cool that, you know, you were, you were going through those 18 hour days while you were going through grad school for bartending. God. Wow. Wow. It's cold blooded. You know, what's funny about that is that I, I did beat myself up for a really long time um, leaving teaching because I obviously made a financial commitment going to grad school to get that degree and all that. And that hung over me for a long time. Um, I'm very comfortable saying now, like I've spent most of my adult life in restaurants and there's a whole lot that's given to me. It's not where I want the rest of my adult life to be. Right. But just like with running, there's any number of really good, positive things that that experience has given me. And I'm proud of it now in a way that I wouldn't have been before and you know what I just think in this day and age like who cares what job yeah. you have like right. I, I just I, it blows yeah. me away there's been this idea that you have to I remember a few years ago right after I had met my wife I don't even remember how this happened one of my grand my grandparents was kind of insane and uh, we were having dinner with them one night and I this was when I had worked at Chipotle and I was working my way up and I, I ended up getting my own store. I made a good living while I was working. Yeah. But uh, at this point I was just a lowly cashier and I don't remember how old I was. I didn't go to college. I, you know, was a deadbeat for a while, but I was, I was finally focused on this path. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one of my one of my grandparents had said something that actually just kind of like cut all ties between her and I about how I needed to get a real job. And I started thinking about it. I was like, what the hell defines a real job? Right. Like, and so many people think of it as sitting at a desk and, you know, I, I don't know. What is a real job? I, who cares what you do? I want everybody to just be able to, you know, not worry about keeping their lights on, their heat on, their AC on and food on their table. Right. That's all I care about. Yeah. Who cares what your job is? Like attaching, and, and I mean, that whole ideal anyways has so ruined our economy because we can't fill trade positions because everybody's concerned with getting some white collar job because right. that's the American dream. Yeah. So you can have a stay at home wife, which is impossible anyways. And I just, uh, wow. Random tangent. Has yeah, been- boy, things changed on the end of this episode. <clears throat> Um, well, we had to fill the time somehow. That's true. But no, it was just, it's funny. Like I, it's just funny. Like I, um, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel these things too. Like I have, I've battled a while with just sort of like not being where I wanted to be. And as I find myself looking back, especially after this year where so much was taken, um, I find myself just having a lot of peace with the fact that like, you know, there's a lot of things that I, if I could go back and do it over again, like in an ideal world, like nothing changes what I do it. Sure. But like, how many friends would I have not met? How many experiences would I have not had that I truly love? So it's like, it doesn't matter. I pay my bills. I do well. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm not content. I'm striving for more in all areas of my life, but yeah, I just, I was thinking about that. I was telling that story last night and just thinking about how fortuitous it was that it happened that year. Because if it doesn't happen that year, I don't know that I'm ever doing this. You know, my, I'm kind of the same way. Like, because I had, I've talked a lot about my story where I, I kind of ran a little bit here and there, but. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, nothing where I would have said, yeah, I can train. I would go, I would put my son in the jogging stroller and go out for like two miles, two or three times a week. Right. Uh, you know, nothing where I really had any desire to do this and to have seven foals and countless halves under my belt. But, uh, you know, some of that kind of coincided with my brother celebrating his remission from testicular cancer. And he celebrated that by running the Akron Marathon, which he was training for when he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and had the cancer removed and had radiation, which threw that entire training in the race off. And but that coincided with the year that we decided to move back here too. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, I, after seeing him celebrate at that race, I was like, I, I wasn't there when he had surgery. Cause I lived in Atlanta at the time he lived here. I wasn't there when he celebrated. I lived in Austin at the time he lived mm-hmm. here. Right. And I, I felt like I was missing something. And I was like, that was clearly very important to him w- during his diagnosis. And also during his, um, celebration of full remission. Right. And how, like, I got to do that with him. Like, that's what I have to do. I have to do that with him. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the thought that was everything Then we decided we were moving back here. So we selected the Cleveland marathon and I just, I went from pretty much six miles a week to training for a full, (laughs) I went from like six miles a week to running a full in like six months. Yeah. And, uh, and you make it, ha- you figure out a way to make it happen and you do, and then you adjust. Yeah. 
and uh, but you know similar to you is just like the the time the everything did kind of have to come together yeah in the right way at the right time and uh and but obviously we've never looked back since because i think the day yep. after i ran cleveland i registered for columbus yep i was same way i was looking up races that day gosh i was high as hell for like three days i'll never forget <laughs> that yeah yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I got home after thinking I was going to hate this experience and I got home and I was like, I need more. What can I do? What races are out there? I mean, I was on the couch, unable to move, but like oh. scrolling through my computer, like what else is out there? There is nothing like trying to walk down a set of stairs after your first full marathon and you don't know what oh. to expect. <laughs> it's yeah, you, you don't know to go backwards. And man, I think the first time I came down uh, the steps, I almost ate shit just everywhere yeah. my dad was probably stronger the day after surgery than i was the day after my first full i mean my goodness i i, I can't wait for that pain again oh I, yeah that Same. earned lazy day where i'm just yep. gonna lay in bed drink beer eat whatever i want and listen to my favorite podcast rust belt run we'll be here when you finish your next one I promise, because yep. we enjoy doing this. We've done it for 99. We have a special guest next week. And uh, I'm, I'm down for another 99 more. 100%. Absolutely. We have fun. Adam, I will see you next week. Yes. <laughs> Along with somebody special. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody else, uh, stay safe. Stay clean. Get the jab. I'm I, I, you and me both, baby. Halfway there, we're, man. We're almost there, baby. Halfway there. And enjoy your miles, everybody. <laughs>